This is a Dafyomi Masechta review, Masechta Nadarim, tape number three. For subscription information, write us at Dafyomi Tapes, P.O. Box 831, Muncie, New York, 10952, or call 1 888 Dafyomi. This tape is dedicated in memory of Rabchano Chanach Ben Ruvain Bloom, Zechernal of Racha. Our market share is Rabbi Yossi Heber. Masechta Nadarim, Parakvav, Hanoider Minam Bavushal. From Daf Mem Tes Amid Aleph at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says if someone makes a neder that he won't eat anything cooked, it is mutter for him to eat something which is roasted, sli, or overcooked, something which is shalak. And the Gemara says the carbon pesach had to be roasted without water. So Rabbi Yeshia argues on the Mishnah and says that if someone asserts himself on cooked food, sli, or shalak, then those are also usr. Soft cucumbers are good for a sick person, hard ones are not. According to Rabbi Yaisi, we daven every day for a chayla, for a sick person, since people are judged every day. The Chachamim argue and say we're only judged once a year, and that's on Rosh Hashanah. Rabbi Yehuda always had a shine on his face, since the wisdom of a person makes his face shine. Rabbi Yehuda never drank wine, except for Kiddush, Havdalah, and the Dalit Kaisis on Pesach. And from the Dalit Kaisis, he suffered with headaches all the way until Shavuos. It's very interesting that in many places we find that Dafim, which we learn of in Dafyami, happened to always fall out right around the time of a particular yunta that's spoken about on that daf. This particular daf was learned on Erev Pesach. And it's kind of ironic that the Indian of Dalit Kaisis is brought right here on Erev Pesach. But we've found that many times in the past, and it's always very interesting to point that out. Rabbi Yehuda said that work is so great it honors its bailam, those who actually do that particular work. Dafnun. Rabbi Yehuda shared a coat with his wife and said, I really could have as much money as I want, but I don't want to waste Hana and Eilam Hazah. I'd rather save it for Eilam Haba. Rabbi Akiva married the daughter of one of the richest Jews in Klal Yisrael. At that time, Rabbi Akiva was an Amaretz, and the girl's father, upset about the Shidduch, was Mudr Hana from her. So therefore they became poor. The girl married him anyway, because she knew that he would become a Talmud Chacham. In fact, he went to learn for 12 years in the yeshiva, and when he returned, he overheard heard someone say that his wife had said that if he went away for an additional 12 years, she wouldn't mind. So he made an about face without even going to visit her, and then went back to learn for an additional 12 years. In other words, he was away for 24 years. We know as we've mentioned before from Rebelli Meir Blach, who tells the Rosh Hashiva Zechariah Levracha, and Chaim Shabalevit Zechariah Levracha, the Rosh Hashiva in Mir, but they said that 12 years plus 12 years is not the same as 24 consecutive years. I.e., in other words, what a person learns, he has to learn straight, and he has to learn with the Hislavas to learn for a period of time, and I'd break that up. And we see it from this Gemara. After 24 years, when Rabbi Akiva came back, he came back with 24,000 Talmidim. Rabbi Akiva gave his wife all the credit for the Hatzlacha that he had over this period of time. Rabbi Akiva then became rich from six different things, including from finding a ship's symbol that was full of gold. Ragamda gave some sailors four Zuzim to buy something. They couldn't find this item, so they brought him a monkey. The monkey slipped away into a hole. And when they dug out the monkey from the hole, they uncovered the miracle of many valuable pearls which they gave to Rev Gamda. The Gemara says just as to preserve wine, you put it in cheap barrels versus putting it in fancy gold kalim where they would get spoiled. So too, a bad-looking Talmud Chacham can end up being smarter and more chashev than a handsome one. Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Rabbi, did not invite Bar Kapara to a wedding that he made, since Bar Kapara was a badchen who made jokes, and Bar Kapara was extremely upset by it. So then Rabbi ended up inviting him anyway. 
Tayeva is a combination of three words, taya ata ba. By doing a particular act, you get lost via an error. Tevel comes from the word tavlan, spices. Ben Elasha was the son-in-law of Rebbe, and he was very wealthy. And he had a very fancy haircut, not for the purpose of showing off, but rather to be meramez, the haircut of the Kayin Gadol, the Mishnah. If someone says he's abstaining from a Maisa Kedera, um, from something which has cooked very, very well, then he's only usher on something that got cooked very well. The next Mishnah. If he assers himself from roasted things, he's only usher on roasted things. If he assers himself from Maliach, then he's only usher on salted fish, not anything that's salted. A big fish was prepared for Yaina, and it was referred to as a Daga, although usually Daga means a small fish. And of course, when it comes to Nadarim, we interpret a person's words, Kalashan Vaneada. The next Mishnah. If a person answers himself from Chalaf, he's mutter to eat kum. This is curdled milk or a derivative of some sort for milk. But Rabbi Yaisi says this is Asr. Nachman Bey is continuing in the Mishnah. A neder on meat, raitiv, the sauce, is mutter. Rabbi Yehuda says it's Asr. Rabbi Tarfin even answered eggs when one makes a neder on meat. If someone makes a neder on something and this something gets mixed up in something else, if it's nice and tam, i.e. there's more than shishim, then this new item becomes Asr also. The Ryan asks, if something is a davar shiyesh lematirin, it never becomes batal afilu be'elaf. And since a neder is a davar shiyesh lematirin, it shouldn't be totally a nice and tam. It's interesting to point out that the Rambam says, chametz be'pesach is oser be'mashu, because it's a davar shiyesh lematirin. Rashi learns that chametz is oser be'mashu, because it's a chumrah, because since chametz has an iser karas, we have to be more machmer, because lay bedili inchi. People are not used to refraining from it all year, so we're afraid that they'll be, they'll be nichshul here. The Ran answers that we're only machmer on a Dabr Shiesh Lematirin if it's min b'minay, not if it's min b'she'ena minay, like over here. Think about it. In different places, people referred to foods differently. In other words, in those days, certain foods were referred to using one Lushan, and in a different place, it was called a different Lushan. Analogous to this would be in the United States. We have the same thing. Certain things are referred to in different ways. Soda is called soda, and in some places, it's called pop. Same thing here. That's why there is a machlekes between the Chachamim and Rabbi Yaisi, because in their respective cities, kum and chalav were terms that were used for different things. The Mishnah. If someone is mudr hana from grapes, then he's mudr b'yayin. If he's mudr hana from olives, then he's mudr b'shemen. But if he's mudr hana from these grapes, then he can't drink wine that's, mo- that's made from those grapes. Daphne Gimel, the Mishnah. If someone makes a netter not to eat dates, then devash is mutter. Rabbi Huda ben Becerra says, any time one includes the name of the parent in the new item, then the new item is included in the nether, like Dvash Tamarim, and therefore Asr, the Chachamim Armeikal, Gemara. According to Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, if people never eat a certain food by itself, but only eat the extract of that item, then a nether on that item would only Asr the extract, the Mishnah. If someone makes a nether from wine, then he's mutter in apple wine, as the Rod explains. If he wants apple wine, he'll ask for apple wine, since it's a different kind of wine, but oil person says oil, then he's mutter and sesame oil. The Gemara. There is a difference between oil usage in Eretz Yisrael versus oil usage in Bavel. So there will be differences in halacha of the Mishnah depending on whether you're in Bavel or Eretz Yisrael. The Mishnah. If someone makes a neder to aser himself from kruv, which is cabbage, then he's also aser in ispargus, which is a different kind of cabbage, or somehow that it's a cabbage liquid. The Gemara says, chita shani tayim. It's aser to bake it, but it's mutter to chew it since you can chew a bunch of them, not one chita, which was his nether, i.e. his nether was for singular, and here he's chewing a bunch of them. This marks the end of this parak.
Now let's begin the seventh parak, Hanoider Minayerek, Dafnun Beis, the Mishnah. A nether from vegetables does not include fruits. Rabbi Akiva is machmer. But even when Rabbi Akiva is machmer, he still holds his no malchus. And the Gemara says, if the shliach has to come back and ask what this item was, or if a particular item was included in the nether, that's where the machlaikas of the Mishnah is. The Gemara says if a balabayas told the shliach to have hana from hektish, and he did, so the balabayas is over on hektish, since for hektish we say yeshliach lidvaravera. But if the shliach is mishana the instructions, then the shliach is over, not the mishaleach. If a person lets blood, in other words, he takes out blood from himself, he shouldn't eat fish because of sakana. If he has eye problems, he shouldn't eat fish in the early disease stage, but later it's actually good for the eyes to eat fish. Dafnun hey, the Mishnah. If a person was neider from dagon, from wheat, then he's also asar in pulha mitzri, beans. This is according to a mayor, according to the Chachamim. Only the Chamishas Haminim are asar, wheat, barley, oats, rye, and spelt, not additional grains like beans. The Gemara. Alalta comes to include only the Chamishas Haminim, according to Rabbi Yosef. According to Rava, it includes all produce. Rava said, which is the Pasuk in Bamidbar, if a person makes himself like a Midbar, that he's Hefker, and he teaches Tyra to all people, he'll receive Tyra as a Matana, as a gift. Once he gets it as a gift, Bamais, then he rises up. But if he has Gaiva, Hashem will lower him. If a person is neither from all things from the ground, then he's also Asur in mushrooms, since they do grow from the ground. But the bracha is bari priya eitz, since their nourishment is from the air. The Mishnah. If he made a netter not to have hana from clothing, then he can have hana from a sack, from a sackcloth. And he can have hana from urea, which is another kind of cloth. These are not begadim, but they're just materials. The Gemara. Begadim can be worn on Shabbos, i.e. he could do haitzah, because they're considered clothing. But stam materials are considered haitzah if they're carrying. So they're also to go out with them into a Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos because they're not considered clothing. They're only materials. Nafnun Vav, the Mishnah. According to Remeir, a person asers himself from a bias. He can't go into the lower level, but he is mutter in the aliyah. He is mutter to go into the upper level. According to the Chachamim, the aliyah is asr also. And the Gemara says in terms of nega, the aliyah would be included as part of the bias. The Mishnah. A neder from a bed does not include a dargush. A mazel bed. According to the Chachamim, it does. This is a Chumrah. The Gemara says the Dargush was used for Avelim, but in general, an Avel must turn over all the beds in his house. Ravan said that a Dargush is not considered a mazel bed, but rather one that's made out of leather skins. The Mishnah. A neder to Aser from a certain city. Aser is from going into that city, but he is allowed into the Tchum area. This is the 2,000 Amas surrounding the city. But you can't enter the Ibor, which is the 70 Amas around the city, since this is considered Teich Ha'ir. In other words, the 70 closest Amas would be Asr, but anything from 70 on to 2,000 would be Mutter. And the Gemara says, we learn this Klal of Ibor, that that's considered part of the city, because we learned this from, Ye- from Yeshua. Yeshua, who was in Yericho, says he was in Yericho, even though he was just outside of the city, while well, the Tchum is referred to in Bamidbar as Michutz La'ir. Therefore, the Ibor, which is part of the city of Yeshua, that's considered Asr. But Tchum, which is called Michutz La'ir, that's considered outside the city. And even if a person is Maider Hana from a city, he is Mutter in the area of the Tchum. The Mishnah. If someone says, these Paris are Asr to me, then what grows from them, or what they're exchanged for, are also considered Asr. Gidulehem v'chilufehem. But if he says, tasting these are Asr, then Gidulehem v'chilufehem are Asr. The Gemara. An onion which was uprooted in the Shemitah year, but planted a year later, i.e. in the 8th year. So the question is, does the Taisefes have the same din as the Iker? 
i.e., do we answer just the ikar, which is from Shemitah, or does the new growth cancel the ikar and all of it becomes mutter? Rav Ami Paskent, that the, that the Gidulin do not have the same din as the ikar, but we have raised the other way also. Rav Shimon says all things which are adavr, sheyeshle, matirin, eventually they'll become mutter, like tevel, meiser, hektish, and chadash. In other words, right now they're asr, but later on eventually they'll be mutter. If they get mixed up with other pairs, it's not batal. Since we say davar sheyeshle, matirin, afilu bi'elaf le batal. But if it's a davar she'enle, matirin, something which is always going to be asr, something like truma and chala, then if it gets mixed up for the truma, we say it's batal b'meya. But the others, we say it's batal b'masayin. In other words, we don't say that it's because these are things which will never become mutter, therefore we can be more makel on them. Shvius is an itzer, which is a land-generated itzer. Arla is related to a time factor, and meiser has to do with the piles of grain, i.e. it's chayev, only, it's chayev is only chal when it ends up in a pile, in a kree. Once truma reaches the hands of a kain, the kedusha of truma cannot be removed from the grains. The Gemara says if a person stam makes an eder, it's as if he brought a carbon on a bama, which is Usr. Shibbin Gamliel says, what grows in the Zman of Shemitah has one din, and what grows on the onion after Shemitah has a different din. And finally, we have a special Xeris HaKosef on Meiser, that Tisephus also requires Meiser to be taken off from it. We see in the Pasuk, Aser to Aser, as Kol Tvuas Zarecha. This marks the end of this parak. Now let's begin the eighth parak, Kainim Yayin, on Dav Samach, the Mishnah. If a person prohibits himself from drinking wine today, then he is only usr until Tzaysekachavim. If he says, I'm usr on Ches Nisan, and he says, this month I'm not allowed to drink wine, then it's usr until Rishchidosh year. And the Gemara says, even when Tzaysekachavim comes, if he said Hayyim, then he still needs Mida Rabbanan, Asha'elas Chacham. The Ran says that Bizman Hazah, if a person is neider Tainis Yachid for a yard site, he doesn't need a Shailas Chacham after the Tainis, since it's well known the halachas of Tainis Yachid, and this is what everybody does. Therefore, you don't need a Shailas Chacham for that. Any person who makes a neder, it's as if he built a Bama. Any person who is Makayamit, it's as if he was Makdir on the Bama. So, of course, either way, it's not good when a person makes a neder. A Jewish month, which is Chaser, has 29 days, including one day of Rosh Chaydish. A month, which is Malay, has 30 days. includes two days of Rosh Chaydish. The 30th day of the previous month is what we call first day of Rosh Chaydish. And the first day of the next month is what's called the second day of Rosh Chaydish. Nisan, Sivan, of Tishrei, and Shvat have 30 days. Iyar, Tammuz, Elo, Teves, and Adar have 29 days. Kislev and Cheshvan can go either way, either 29 or 30 days. So if a person makes a neder in Shvat, and Shvat has 30 days, and he says, Chaydish, Zeh, I would think that on Lamed Shvat, the last day of the month, the neder would still apply, Kamash Malan, since Lamed Shvat is already called the first day of Rosh Chaydish Adar, Kaloshin Bnei Adam, he doesn't have to be Mekayim the neder on that day. The 50th year of Yaival, is that year part of the ending 50 years or part of the upcoming 50 years? That's a Machlaikis. The Klal is, according to a mayor, a person does make a neder for a Matzav of Suffolk. According to Rabbi Yaisi, a person does not make a neder for a Matzav of Suffolk. The Mishnah. If a person makes a neder and he says until the harvest, the neder only extends until the beginning of the harvest time because we're dealing with a zman that isn't kavua. However, if you're dealing with something which is kavua, i.e. Pesach, so if you said ad, the neder extends to the beginning of Pesach. But if you said ad sheyehe, it would extend until the end of Pesach. The Gemara. If a person makes a neder for Paris hakaits, that only implies figs and maybe grapes also. 
Rabbi Yechanan says, whoever utilizes the crown of Tyra for his own personal gain, and not Lishma, he'll be uprooted, similar to using Kalim of the Beis HaMikdash. In one Meiser, Rabbi Tarfan was saved from being killed due to the fact that he had the schus of Keser, Tyra. The Gemara says a person should not learn Tyra just so he can be called a Rav or a Rabbi, but rather he should do it out of plain Ahavas Hashem and for the knowledge of Tyra, and eventually the rewards will come. Rabbi Lazar ben Sadak said, one should do the mitzvahs because Hashem commanded it, and learn Tyra in order to remember it, but not to do it for the purpose of covet. A Talmud Chacham is allowed to tell a tzibor who doesn't know him that he's a Talmud Chacham. Otherwise, if they unknowingly treat him without covet, they'll be punished. Tanah Deberi Bishmael says, a Talmud Chacham reads first from the Tyra and gets to lead in the benching, and he's also free from paying taxes. The Mishnah. If a person makes a neder and he says, till the harvest, the neder begins when the wheat harvest begins, not when the barley harvest begins. If he says, till the rains, that means the beginning of the middle rain. Tafsamach Gimel, the Gemara. When are the three rains that the Mishnah is referring to? The three Gishamim. Rameir says, the first is Gimel Cheshvan, the second is Zion Cheshvan, and the third is Chav Gimel Cheshvan. Rabbi Yehuda says, it's Gimel, Yud Zion, and Chav Gimel. Rabbi Yaisi says, it's Yud Zion, Chav, and Rosh Chaydish Kislev. We need these days to establish when we begin saying the same Talamater, and when we begin fasting in Eretz Yisrael, if rain does not fall. The Mishnah. If a person assered wine for a year, and it turns out to be a leap year with an extra month of Adar, the extra month is considered Asr also. If he Asr is in Adar, we assume he means the first Adar. And the Gemara says, we see that Stam Adar means Adar Aleph. Today, by the way, we say that Stam Adar is Adar Shani. In other words, all the Tanesim, Purim, are considered in Adar Shani. It's interesting to point out a case about a leap year regarding Bar Mitzvahs. Let's say in a leap year, two children are born. The first child is born on Chaf Beis, Adar Aleph. The second child is born on Gimel, Adar, Beis. So if the two children are bar mitzvah in a leap year, of course the first child will be bar mitzvah first. The second child will be bar mitzvah second, as they were born. But if, let's say, the two children's bar mitzvah turn out to be in a non-leap year, so it will end up in that situation that the child who was born after the first one will be bar mitzvah first. How is that possible? Since the first child was born on Chaf, Beis, Adar, Aleph, and the second child was born on Gimel, Adar, Beis, in a non-leap year, the children's bar mitzvahs will be on the respective days of their, bar, of, of their, of their birthdays. So the first child will be bar mitzvah on chaf bey's other, but the second child will be bar mitzvah on gimel other, which means that the second child will end up having his bar mitzvah 19 days earlier than the first child who was actually born before him. Just an interesting twist regarding leap years. The Mishnah. If someone divorces his wife and he asks for his hanah on other people, these other people can have Hana, since he only made the neder for Hana vis-a-vis marriage of his wife. This marks the end of this parak. Now we'll begin Daf Samachadalad parak Tess, Rebel Yezer. As background, once a person makes a neder, there is a way out of it. We call this Hataras Nedarim. Except, according to the Mishnah in Chagiga Daf Yud, this is only a heter midrabanan, which is fairly weak. The person goes to a Talmud Chacham or three people who hear his story. And then they say mutolach, mutolach, mutolach three times. This hatara can only work if the maker has charata that he ever made the neder. Or if they find the pesach, a loophole in the neder. What's a pesach? Had you realized the ramifications of the neder when you made it, would you have made the neder? And if the answer is he wouldn't have made the neder, if he would have realized the ramifications, then we say that the pesach is good and the hatara's nedarim would also be good. 
And the Mishnah says, Rabbi Yezer says, you can ask the maker of the neder. If you would have known that because of your neder, your parents would have been embarrassed by it, would you have made the neder or not? If he says no, this is considered a valid Pesach to be mevatel the neder. The Chachamim disagree. They say you can't use this as a Pesach. Because if you could, why can't you just be Pesach? Because Hashem will be embarrassed by the neder. Pesach bechvayt hamakam, as we call it. In other words, say, if you would have known, if you would have made this neder, Hashem would have been embarrassed by the fact that you made a neder, because we know how Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't like when people make the darim. If that would be true, then this should also be good. And if that would be the case, then no neder would ever be chal, because every time a person makes a neder, he can use this as a Pesach. And they say this thing about the parents, or our Kaddish Baruch Hu, cannot be used as a Pesach for a neder. Also, Yabuliyazer says, you can be Pesachin benaylet. In other words, something which hasn't happened yet. According to the Chachamim, you cannot. For example, if he assers himself on a certain house, and then that house becomes a shul, he can say, had I known this house would have become a shul, I wouldn't have made the neder. So Rebbe Yezer says, this Pesach is fine, but according to the Chachamim, this Pesach is not fine. The Gemara. According to the Abaya, the Chachamim say the Pesach regarding his parents is not good, since no person would have the chutzpah to say, yeah, even though I would have embarrassed my parents, I would have made the neder anyways. Therefore, therefore, when he says he wouldn't have made the neder, you cannot believe him, because it's not sincere. But according to Rebbe Yezer, a person would have this kind of chutzpah, therefore the Pesach is good. According to Rava, Pesachim b'chveit ha-makam is no good, since if we, if we allowed this, no one would ever have to go to a Chacham to be mater neder, since everyone would use this heter on their own. I, they would say to themselves, you know what, if I would have known that I would have embarrassed HaKadosh Baruch I wouldn't have made the neder. The Mechaber in Simen Reish Chav Ches Sif Yud says that you cannot use Pesach B'chveit HaMakam. And you also can't use the Pesach Kavod of the Imai because of the reason that Abayah said regarding Chutzpah. The Beisaysef asks on the tour, which used this time of Abayah, why do we use the time of Abayah here at all? We know that in Shas, we always paskin like Rava, except in the six cases of Yal Kagam. So of course, we should use the time of Rava, not the time of Abayah. He answers with a very important side. The klav at the halacha is like Rava. Whenever there's a machlekes between Rava and Abaya, is only by a psak din. That's when we paskin like Rava, except in the cases of Yal Kagam. When we're talking about taimim, reasons in the machlekes, like we're talking about over here, then this kal does not apply. And since here Abaya is more mistaver than Rava is in his reason, we use the reason of Abaya. The Gemara says when it says Dasan va'aviram were dead, it means that they were actually poor. And in general, if a person does not have children, it's like he's considered dead. As we know, our ba'a chashuvin kemes. There are four people who are considered like dead people. An ani, a mitzayra, a suma, a blind person, and misha enlai banim, a person who doesn't have children. If a person made a neder not to have hanah from his friend, we're only matir neder in front of this friend because of chashad, because we're afraid that the friend will see you doing the thing you're not supposed to do and he'll think you're being over when you're really not, or because of busha, so the swearer will become embarrassed. Tzidkiyahu once saw Nebuchadnezzar eating a raw rabbit. So Nebuchadnezzar was embarrassed, and he made Tzidkiyahu swear that he wouldn't tell anyone. Eventually, Tzidkiyahu was matir neder, but Nebuchadnezzar punished the Sanhedrin for being matir this neder. The Mishnah. There are certain cases of Suffolk Nailad, and in these cases we also have a machlekes if you can be matir these nedar. If a person promised not to marry a certain woman because she wasn't attractive, and then she became pretty, then he is allowed to marry her because this is Nailad. The Mishnah. There are other Pesachs which can be found by asking him. If he knew the Psukim of Ahaftalarecha or the Pasuk of Achayachicha Imach, would he have made this neder or not? If he says no, it's a good Pesach and we're Mater neder. The next Mishnah. If a person made a neder to divorce his wife, 
we can use the Ksuba as a source for the Hatara. The Mishnah. If someone makes a netter not to eat meat or drink wine, we can use a Pesach Shabbos Vyantiv. If you would have known that on Shabbos Vyantiv you're Chayev to eat festively, would you have made this netter or not? If he says no, the netter is bottle. We used to think this Pesach would only be Mater for Shabbos and Yantiv. But when he wants to eat wine, when he wants to eat meat or drink wine during the week, he wouldn't be able to until Rabbi Akiva came along and he said, Neder Shahutar Mitzasai. Once the netter became partially mutter, it was mutter for everything, even for the weekdays. The Mishnah. A person can also use a Pesach regarding someone else's reputation. People will say that his children don't have a father. This is considered a good Pesach. Rabbi Bishmael used to cry for the non-attractive girls because he felt if they only had money, they could make themselves pretty. Therefore, he held Neilad is also a good Pesach. The Gemara. When Rabbi Bishmael was nifter, they eulogized him via this particular Misa that we just mentioned. Just like Hashem was Michael on his covet, the Gemara says, and allowed his name to be erased for a saita. In other words, when they erased the name into the Mayim HaMa'arim, Hashem allowed his name to be erased into their Kalvachimer for the purpose of Shalom. The same rule would apply regarding Nadarim. Rabbi Shmuel was once Matir Aneder for someone who promised to divorce his wife because he thought she was ugly. This heter was based on a Pesach. A man once got angry at his wife and told her to break two lights two candles, al-Resha de Bava, on top of the gates. It so happened that Bava ben Buta was sitting there, paskening Shilas, and she thought that he had said, break them on Bava ben Buta's head. So she did just that. She broke them on his head. So he asked her, why did you do this? And she answered, since my husband told me to do it. So Bava ben Buta said, since you listened to your husband, Hashem should give you two children who are Talmidei Chachamim, like Bava ben Buta. The Chassam Sefer is puzzled by Bava ben Buta's bracha. Certainly a man who instructs his wife to attack a Talmud Chacham, which is what Bava ben Buta had been given to understand regarding this Maisa here. Certainly somebody like that is not fitting to be the father of two future Talmud Chachamim. By way of answer, he quotes a Gemara in Bava Basra, which discusses a dark period in Jewish history after King Herod annihilated the entire rabbinic community, leaving only Bava ben Buta to act as, as his advisor. When Herod subsequently regretted his terrible act, he asked Bava ben Buta to prescribe a kapara for him. Bava ben Buta suggested that he overhaul the Beis HaMikdash, which Herod did, eventually creating the most beautiful edifice the world had ever known. The Gemara says that Bava's suggestion was potentially controversial, for Herod was by pedigree a slave and not fully Jewish, and it is generally prohibited to get money from a Gentile for religious institutions. Bava ben Buta, therefore, upon being attacked, assumed that the husband took exception to his advice to Herod and commanded his wife to assault him. The two candles he took to represent the two pillars of Judaism, which were weakened through a defective base Hamigdash, Tyra and Nevius. Tyra was noticeably weakened, for after Herod's reign, we find the first arguments in Halacha, taking place between Hillel and Shammai. We also find no Nevi'im after that period of time. Bava ben Buta respected him for his position and suggested a remedy so that there should be no future repetition i.e. that this woman should have two comparable pillars of society so they could consult with each other, thereby preventing errors in judgment. This marks the end of this parak. Now let's begin the 10th parak, Nara Hamurasa, from Daf Samach Zayin. As background, this parak deals with the Klal of Hafaras Nadarim, a husband invalidating the neder of his wife and a father invalidating the neder of his daughter. Let's just point out that in Hatara. The neder is batal lemafreya, but in hafara, 
it's only Iker of a neder mikanu lahaba. So if this girl, this Narahamurasa, violated the neder before the hafara, then she is subject to some form of punishment. And the Mishnah says, if a girl was a Narahamurasa between age 12 and 12 and 12 and a half, and she had Arison, both her father and her husband must be made for her nadarim, even a darim that she made before the Arusa. If only one was made for, the neder is not cancelled. And the Gemara says, from Rabbah, from the Pasek vim hayu siyele ish unadareha aleha, we learn that if a Narahamurasa makes a neder, both the father and the husband are made for her neder. The letter Vav connects the previous Pasek, which had been talking about the father. So the Vav is Maisif al and forces both of them to be made for neder together. The Gemara says that an Asua cannot be made for neder bekaidmin, but by an Arusa, he can. I shouldn't he be able to do this after the Nesuin? He's more married to her after the Nesuin. The Gemara answers, the only reason that an Arusa can be made for Bekaidman is since he's doing it together with the father. Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to do that. So the power of the two doing it together make it strong enough for him to do it Bekaidman. But by Nesuin, where he's not doing it together with the father, then he cannot do it Bekaidman because it doesn't have that strength of two people doing it together. Taf Samachas. Debrei Rabbi Yishmael learns the shutfis of the father and a husband regarding Hafaras Nadarim. For a narahel murasa, from the pasuk of bein ich leishtai, bein of levitai. The Gemara says, if the Baal dies, the father gets all the rights to be made matir neder by himself. And the Gemara asks, by narahel murasa, if one does the hafara by himself without the other, do they weaken the the entire neder? Do we say miklish kolish, or do they split it in half? Megiz guys. The nafkamina is, if she said she wouldn't eat two zesim, would she get malchus for eating one? We say that this is a machlekes tanayim between Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai. According to Beis, ha- Beis, Beis Hillel, we say miklish kolish. According to Beis Shammai, we say megiz guys. And finally, we say if the husband heard the neder and the father did not hear the neder, and then the father died, the husband does not inherit the right to be mefer. Yet, if the Baal heard it, but the father did not hear it, and the Baal died, the father does inherit the schus to be mefer. Ha Baal nisreikna rishus liaf.